back in the day when you taught me to live and I taught you to pray. We went in the battle together, no matter the weather, we never delayed. You gave me commands, I always obeyed. I never let you go astray. I never thought I'd see the day that you would come and just betray me. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we want to ask you to follow us online at some form of social media. Uh, we use Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. We also use Instagram. Uh, we are also at MCU underscore Rewind on that, too. We should make more socials, but those are the two we use for now. If you want to send us an email, uh, our email address is MCURewind at gmail.com. No underscore. And finally, it would be awesome, super duper awesome, if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Uh, whatever rating you think is fair, I think five out of five is fair, but whatever you think is fair, that's what's important. Um, and all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also on threads at Tony cam 19, a social media co- app. I actually somewhat will try to use. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. I tried to make a threads account and, uh, someone else took my name, so I need to figure something out. <laughs> all right. Anyway, follow Tony on, on threads and me someday. Uh, all right, with that out of the way, today we are finishing up our rewind of season one of Cloak and Dagger with episode 10 titled Colony Collapse, which originally premiered on August 2nd of 2018. And here's our rundown of what happened in this final episode of the season. Tandy saves her mom from an assassin and Mina from the terrors. Mina then takes uh, Tandy to Roxxon to confront, to confront Scarborough. He reveals where the core for the citywide terror-creating cre- system is located, and Tandy leaves him trapped in his own mind, a similar state to what happened to Ivan. Tyrone and O'Reilly are arrested, but the infection spreads to the precinct, and the police officers begin fighting each other. Tyrone teleports to Tandy in time to stop an infected Mina, before the pair are told about the divine pairing by Avita. O'Reilly helps fend off infected civilians so Tandy and Tyrone can reach the core, but is shot and apparently killed by Connors. Her body is exposed to energy to the strange energy before she is pushed into the ocean. Connors is then absorbed into the shadow emitted by Tyrone's cloak. Inside the core, Tandy and Tyrone are able to absorb the leaking energy and release it safely into the sky, saving the city and curing all those infected. Tandy moves back in with her mother, while Tyrone moves into the church uh, because he is still wanted by the police. In a post-credit scene, O'Reilly emerges alive from the water, but changed. Dun dun dun. <gasps> dun dun dun. Alright, moving on to our fast facts. And Easter eggs. Well, fast facts are behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. connections to the large MCU and other Easter eggs, so... Okay, just making sure. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do. You didn't see that coming. All right. What's okay, your fast it. fact, Al? <laughs> uh, so in this episode, Peter Scarborough uh, mentions that Roxxon needs to keep up with the Starks and the Rands. So. It's a little Easter egg that uh, mm-hmm. talks about the rest of the MCU because, uh, you know, we're always looking for more proof to remind us that, yes, these TV shows are in the MCU as much as other people on the Internet like to say otherwise. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, I'm oh, sorry. 
Oh, she. He also says like keep. Not only do they have to keep up with the Joneses and but the Starks and Rands. Mm-hmm. So she's. He's obviously talking about Alyssa and Jessica Jones as well. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just everyone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so this this links to uh, yeah, this TV show to another TV show, right? The the Netflix shows and then also the the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Stark uh, is I. I guess we never really get the the full answer, but it seems like one of the big things about the Stark Industries now is that it's a clean energy provider. I guess mm-hmm. right, like, yeah. and I feel like this implies that Rancorp is doing the same, and Roxon is like, well, we need something else that generates a ton of energy. That's why we're drilling into the earth to get this stuff that burns yeah. ten times more powerful or whatever. So, and it's, it's also a different way to get energy. Yeah, also an excellent flavor of soda. Uh, mm-hmm. in the Cloverfield universe. That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense with, if, the, I mean, this is post uh, season one of Iron Fist, so, knowing Danny, yeah, clean energy, he wants to do all the nice things in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, like, an easy one, so he was like, alright, well, what what are the, the list of projects? Like, ooh, clean energy, alright, yeah, that's, that's something, yeah. he looks around at the board, the board's like, oh, yes, please, for the love of God, <laughs> say yes to that project. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Something good. we could actually make money on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Later in the episode, uh, another easy... Oh, did you have another one? I kind of cut you off. No. Oh, okay. God, no. No. Yeah, that's just the one. <laughs> uh, Scar- Scarborough says, with great power comes even more power, which, again, backing up with the quote from agents of shield with great power comes some really weird stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, Jessica Jones, when she says what, what she say, like something to do with great power. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. That's right. Cause it was in, it was, it was like it's early on in season. It was, I think it was like episode two or something. No, it wasn't her that said it. It was her mom. It was the wizard. The wizard oh, said it oh, in a video. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it comes like with great power comes like debilitating mental stress or something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, another go bring it up again. Where did this phrase come from? Because obviously, um, uh, Aunt May was ripping somebody off because this is a common thing said in the MCU. It's it's gotta be some old movie that was popular, and yeah. it kind of that phrase probably just stuck around. One person liked it. Maybe it was in a book. Uh, mm-hmm. later down the line to kind of remind people like, oh yeah, this this line that everyone liked from some old black and white western film. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 I got it, I got it. Okay. Um, we saw back uh, when we were rewinding season, I want to say, yeah, season two mm-hmm. of Agent Carter that uh, Stark was, uh, I forget the dad's name, Dad Stark. Howard. Um, Howard, Howard Stark. I just wanted to clarify it's not Tony. Anyway, Howard Stark uh, was directing movies, right? Like he was he was playing producer or whatever on on like some Western. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the line showed up in one of the films that he produced. Maybe it wasn't like a line that he thought of. He didn't like tell a writer mm-hmm. or someone to put that in there. But uh, yeah. but I think the line showed up. Or if we really just, since we're making stuff up, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Agent Carter, uh, Peggy, Peggy Carter, said it randomly as a one-off thing once to Howard Stark. And he said, Ooh, I like it. I'm going to have them put it in one of my movies. And then here we go. The cycle continues. I mean, 
I really like that theory because it just makes another thing that is integral to Spider-Man originated by Iron Man. So it's really on ta- <laughs> on track for <laughs> MCU Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's now canon. Head canon approved. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then finally, uh, Roxxon's the core to everything they need to get to to shut off is in Roxxon Annex 616. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. means and like in my mind the 616 universe is only called that because of the amount of coincidences that 616 shows up in that universe <laughs> yeah that makes sense yep yeah I, I i am curious if that's one of those random one-off lines because like you know we we get the that line at some point but like uh this universe is called now it's called 616 um well, it's called oh. 616 by people in a different universe, right? Um, th- this universe yes. doesn't call themselves number 616. Except uh. for <laughs> Mysterio, who was BSing about multiple universes, still <laughs> called it a 616. Well, he just chose a random number. It sounded good. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's coincidence. You're right. You're right. That coincidence works. Um, but yeah, like we don't know why they chose numbers for, for the universe. A um, uh, little bit of a spoiler. Um, if anyone has not seen Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, yep. I, I, did, did I get the title right this time, Tony? You did. You did. Oh, thank God. I was going okay. to think of the same thing. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in that one, they give it a different number, right? They they say they refer to this the MCU universe, but they they don't call it six one six. I forgot what they no, called they, it. They call it, it yeah one nine 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 nine. Which, if you look up like the Marvel Wiki, that's what they mm-hmm. call that universe. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which so, I think is his official designation if you look up like the Marvel handbooks or stuff where they talk about different universes. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what it was originally. I don't know if maybe they're retconning it, but I think everyone in their own universe just chooses whatever numbers they feel like. So like how many six one sixes are there? It's infinite, because everyone calls something six one six. At least at <laughs> least two. <laughs> Possibly <Yeah>. more. Yeah. <laughs> uh so how low self-esteem do you have to be at your universe? Like, uh, Christine Palmer in Multiverse of Madness, that one says it's like, was it eight two three or something like that, or eight one eight or eight something is her universe. Mm-hmm. Um, how low confidence do you have in your universe? Not just be like we're number one. <laughs> uh, I I assume that that they have a scientific way of classifying it. Like maybe that's they've determined like, okay, we think that there's a starting point and we are X branches or something mm-hmm. to that effect, right? Like that could be it yeah. from a, a theoretical way. Maybe they found it by measuring something else, or maybe it's just like, maybe someone does it based off of the order they find them in, right? Like that's the DC yeah, thing, but you I think, find, right? you, Yeah, you find your Earth first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 616 <laughs> is based off of dc where dc is number one the prime unit mm-hmm. the main dc universe and they just went on and on and marvel just skipped to 616 because hey it was funnier that way <laughs> yeah exactly and i i agree i think it's yeah. easier for a story perspective too um but no i just think every universe has a chooses a different way to label all of the universes yeah, and- yeah i mean yeah i i think that's better than like it always bugged me that earth two in like the flash called mm-hmm. themselves earth two 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <It's, laughs> ugh. Unless they also all have a different, all they for some reason all have the same way of labeling different universes. Uh, except, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that they would. I, ugh. Um. So, Al, before we recorded, we were going to say definitely no tangents this episode. And you know what? I feel like okay. we've been doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, it's only 10 minutes, and we're almost done with the Fast Facts, right? Yep. Because I don't fast. have any more. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I something. never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know. It kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not, like, a groupie stalker type. But... Tyrone or Tandy first, at least until they team uh, up. Um, I think it started with Tandy. Uh, so let's go with her, because she was in the middle of that, that fight with the... Uh, with that lady who was about to kill her mom. Yeah. At least that's who I've written down first. Yeah, no, that's, that's who I've written down first. So she intimidates the assassin, uh, approaching her uh, until mom can grab a steak knife and stab the assassin to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah, say, Tandy. I don't know. If, did she die? I, I didn't the write assassin? down to death. <laughs> um, You know, no, no, actually I do know she did not die because she shows up again at the end of the episode. Um, I don't think we're going to talk about her much other than right here. So yeah. at the end of the episode, she she just shows up for like one small little scene. So I, I guess, yeah, she runs off. Okay. Yeah. Um, I should have also literally read my next note where it says Tandy, <laughs> Tandy daggers her in the leg and the assassin runs. So ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> if I literally shifted my eyes, maybe a half an inch down, I would have seen that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now uh, I look so like this... a fool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. You definitely do. No one else can see you. I see you on the video yep. and um, I've got you're wearing some Jester's hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Both a Jester <laughs> hat and a Dunce hat. I don't know why you have both. <laughs> I mean, wearing the hat on the hat is probably the best rule of comedy, right? That's what I'm told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yeah. in this fight, Tandy almost shows her mom that she has powers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she decides not to. Uh, well, it's not that she decides not to. It's that she actually kind of gets lucky in this mm-hmm. in the, the way that the fight works out, and her mom doesn't see something, and then her mom like helps her at the end. Uh, so, so Tandy can keep that secret to herself, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, her mom is a drug addict and alcoholic. I was going to say, why wouldn't she share that with her mother? <laughs> yeah, I I had the same thought. It, exactly. Like. Yeah, maybe maybe it's better to keep this one close to the chest. Yeah. Uh just in case. Yeah. Um so she says she's gotta leave. Uh to help Mina, who she knows is in trouble. And I, mm-hmm. I like this. Like uh mom asks, why you? And her response isn't because I have the awesome dagger powers, it's why not? <laughs> like I feel like mention I mean, if you want to give her a real answer, you mention the awesome dagger powers. Yeah, exactly. Like like, also, why did her mom just let her go? Like, no, I'm not going to let you go on a suicide mission. I don't know you have powers. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, mom it's, a, it's another failing. Mom is not the best at coping with trauma, so she may be going into shock. 
That's like, fair. Emotional okay. shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. She doesn't know what to do in the situation. She's kind of locked up. Okay. All right. So she goes to the teen, uh, not Tina, Mina's house and where the terror is attacking. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing the end of this episode, when they release the energy in a dual sky beam mm-hmm. and everyone's cured, she's just killing people who will eventually be cured. <laughs> not that she knows that, but still <laughs> she knows it's not their fault. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I mean that, that shows up in, in, you know, media stuff mm-hmm. a, a lot, right. You know, um, where they're like, yeah, we, we need to find a cure uh, to be fair. They don't, they don't know that they yep. will be able to cure them, mm-hmm. right, to stop. Like, maybe these people are infected for the rest of their lives. No idea. But at a minimum, if she dies, she can't stop it from happening or stop. She can't cure anyone. Mm. So, like, uh, morally, I'll give her a pass. Okay. Because uh, it's, it's either, uh, at, at, also at the same time, like, it's kind of a me or them situation right like you're gonna do what you have to to protect yourself i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah it's not it's not a good situation yeah Yeah. she just knocks out the next guy it's a i said with a piece of machinery so Mm -hmm. i forget what she picks up well you know she got lucky there isn't that stupid thing that mina was baking cookies individually like it was a (laughs) she was doing that last episode or i think yeah, I think last episode when uh, Tani went to visit her, she was cooking her dad's heart cookies individually as if she had a Easy Bake Buffin, but she's also an adult and she could cook at least three times as many at a time. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but let's say yes. That's okay. probably what it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope that thing breaks and she gets a real oven. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Or at least a toaster oven. <laughs> at least, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, she knocks him out. She talks to Mina and she says that there are nine other valves in the city and or that are going to fail and it will destroy the city by having the water supply turn into a fear toxin to make everyone fight each other. This reminds mm-hmm. me of something. <laughs> I No, Tony, I, I think that this is a uh, completely uh, new concept that we okay. haven't seen anywhere else. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. All right, I'll just yeah, put nothing... my copy of Batman Begins back because it's definitely not that. Okay, yeah, definitely not that. No, if I remember correctly, in Batman Begins, uh, the bad guy is the Scarecrow mm-hmm. who's uh, just standing in the middle of the city being a Scarecrow, keeping all of the uh, other friend. bats away, and Batman is mad about that because he can't go near there, and that's his favorite coffee shop, mm. and so then they, they duel. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, and and I want to be clear when I say duel, old timey duel, like backs against each other, ten paces, shoot the pistol. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was actually thinking with like sabers. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? Not it's light, been a long time since I've but... seen it. I couldn't remember. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> I gotta say, mm-hmm. it, across the MCU and the DC uh, movies. There aren't nearly enough sword fights. <laughs> <laughs> Even Wonder Woman, who has a sword, doesn't duel someone with a sword. That's true. Yeah. She she hardly uses it. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is disappointing, because I love swords. 
Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, there was there was quite a bit of sword fighting in Arrow, the show. There was like a season I, or I, two. I, I was thinking about that. The season where mm-hmm. he was Batman, right? When yeah. he was going with yeah, Ra's exactly. al Ghul. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. actually thinking about that. Because the only sword fighting we see in the Batman trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy, is when he mm-hmm. fights Ra's al Ghul. Yep. Like during yeah. his training. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, more... Hashtag more swords for Marvel. Um, if we ever get uh, Black Knight back, maybe we'll have some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, Blade. Blade loves having a sword, if we ever get that movie. That's true. His name is Blade. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got two swords. Um, yeah, so... Uh, they go to Roxxon and... Like Tandy sees through what happened to Mina that the effect she had that by using her hope stealing powers on her, and um, to like to rebuild her hope, which I guess like I guess people can rebuild hope. It's just like starting <laughs> from scratch. I don't know. Um, I okay. I I guess I could I missed that part. I thought that it had just worn off on on Mina from last week. Well, Mina was being hopeless in this part thing, <laughs> so I. Okay, I guess that's, I guess that's true. I was under the, I was just assuming like, yeah, she was just attacked by people. She's like, what, what, are, what are we gonna do? No, like this is bad. Like I don't have powers or anything. I can't do something. Yeah, I mean, but okay. I don't know if if people just if it just wears off, then it's making what Tandy did last episode seem a lot less bad. Which yeah, that's kind of what my mind was, but I, I guess I feel like okay. it should be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it should be. I, I yeah. agree. Which and if it just wears off, then that also means that Liam, who stole her three million dollars, uh, just stole it and was like, "Hey, I'm keeping this." <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, I mean, there might be regret there, but. Regret versus $3 million for a morally flexible person. <laughs> or mm-hmm. even not a morally flexible person. I don't know how how sad I would be if I got $3 million. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I, anyone wants to mm-hmm. find out, they could send me $3 million. I showed you my told you my social media up top, so contact me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I do think it's uh, more specifically he stole three million dollars from his ex. Mm. So I think you need to to find an ex and steal. Yeah, $3 no, I mean, <laughs> I don't particularly like get along with my exes. Like, not that I've seen them in a very long time, but mm-hmm. I still feel morally wrong if I stole three million dollars from them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so I guess, but if I someone handed me $3 million and said, hey, this was stolen from your ex, I'm like. I'm not going to verify you. that, so sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, nope, not, not happening. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that moral road. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, they make me mad because Tandy says that destiny is just string theory we don't understand yet, which... <laughs> stretching it i mean it might be true <laughs> uh like so is magic is just technology or science we don't understand yet is also true doesn't make me like the phrase <laughs> oh yeah it's a stupid phrase yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah they go to Roxxon. they find scarborough in the elevator right 
and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty much get the information out of him before sticking him in his mind <laughs> forever. Or for at least, uh, no, forever. Because Tandy and Tyrone are literally the only ones who could save him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they go to the waterfront, and um, the assassins there, who got stabbed, <laughs> mere hours ago at most. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> that whole scene okay yeah yeah but don't worry the assassin <laughs> dies now no she doesn't die she shows up at the end of the episode what i thought she was assassin no <laughs> i, I uh, wrote okay, down so... the assassin shoots them uh shoots at them when the terrorists trap them and kill the they kill the assassin <laughs> all right so this is jumping ahead a little bit so okay. i'm just gonna have to like list a couple things we haven't said but it all happens in this episode so it's not really uh jumping too far yeah um so later in this episode, Tandy sees Peter Scarborough and she like puts him into like a coma of some sort. Yeah. Um, and so like he's now he's comatose uh, and he's in an elevator at the mm-hmm. end of the episode. The assassin lady shows up, opens the elevator. She's the one who sees Peter Scarborough in there. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't realize it was her. I thought oh, it was God, just now a, second another co-worker. <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about other stuff while yeah. I uh, pull up Hulu and try to watch for that scene again. Uh, okay, but good, okay, good luck getting through the yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll come back to this. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, Mina is touched by a terror, um, which is way worse than being touched by an angel. Uh, and then she runs trying not to hurt Mina, but is cornered draws daggers and then Tyrone teleports and tases Mina. So good job, Tyrone. Yeah, that's good. He, he stopped uh, Tandy from having to kill her. So that's, that's good. So uh, moving up to Tyrone. uh, So going back in time. Uh, Yeah. So uh, he goes to the tribe where it looks like, well, they're getting ready for Mardi Gras, right? Because he runs through Mardi Gras and, Run uh, goes to his dad, who hands him his brother's cloak and tells him never to contact the family again. <laughs> so, really quickly, yeah, I was under the impression Mardi Gras was a February thing, and I thought this this mm, that's, that's... school event thing was like May. But okay, right. well, you're looking things up really yeah, quickly. I just want to verify. I did pull up Hulu. Yes, what I said was correct. The The assassin lady does show up at the end. She sees Peter Scarborough in the elevator. She, I guess she got cured from the terrorists. I thought the terrorists killed her. She got surrounded, and but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought that too. I guess she's she's tougher than we thought. She kicked a few of them, probably shot a handful of people. She killed like four humans and then, and then ran off. But she's fine with it. Okay. Even though she's never getting paid by Peter Scarborough. Well, no, she's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she she probably got a deposit. Uh, unless he keeps her on retainer, then she just keeps getting paid forever because, you know, yeah. or at least until someone else takes control of his finances. All right. And what are you looking up? Because I forgot. I wasn't paying attention. I okay. was looking no, at yeah, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is definitely a February thing, and they definitely go through Mardi Gras. I was confirming through Cloak and Dagger that it was Mardi Gras, and then I was reconfirming that it's in February. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. So, interesting. if we were to do some timeline things, then if it's Mardi Gras in February, 
Um, I don't see any uh, like Christmas things up or like Halloween or whatever. So my assumption is at earliest this show started in let's say mid January. So yeah, about a month. Okay. As, as a season, this, this was about a month. Okay. All right. That works for me. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So the cops arrive at the Red Hawk uh, tribes place where they're preparing for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they rally around, uh, well, not rally around, but they block the police from coming in um, to help Tyrone escape. And so Tyrone teleports away, which he should have done when the cops were chasing him last episode. So, But he didn't have his cloak, so he couldn't control <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, right now, he he doesn't, he still is not able to control it, because, um, trying to think, last, well, last week's episode, he, he didn't do any teleporting. Um, mm. the episode before that, when they caught, um, Connors, he was teleporting in, was, was it cloak? that cloak or was it a different yeah. cloak? Did he make a new cloak? I think it was the, it, it was Billy's cloak. Okay. Got it. So he used that cloak and then he put it back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so he's on the run from the police through Mardi Gras and <laughs> yeah. I've uh, learned from reading a lot of fiction that if you are running from authority figures through a crowded event, you act like you're part of the event. If there's something people are celebrating, you act like you're celebrating. If something's terrifying, you run with the people terrifying. So you blend in. Tyrone, on the other hand, uh, is not celebrating, and he's staring the cops down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's not how you hide in plain sight. No. <laughs> Even if you're not celebrating. Like, I get it. He doesn't read the type of fiction I read, most likely. Uh, maybe not celebrating's acceptable. Don't stare the cops down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, yeah, O'Reilly gets there, and they're quickly surrounded by the cops. Um. And she tells him to teleport away, but he won't do it because it's in front of too many people. Is this because he wants to keep a secret, or is this performance anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be both, right? Like maybe maybe he he thought he would try it and it didn't work, but then he was like, "Well, there's also a lot of people here." Um, yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, he teleports later. Uh, yeah, he'll get away, right? Like. It's not if they that then keep the cloak, which, which they don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so far though, if they if they were to try and kill him, it sounds like he would still teleport away, right? If they shot him, um, which yeah. I think we see later on that is that was the plan to shoot him. Um, mm-hmm. So he probably would have gotten away. Yeah, he doesn't know that. We don't know it for sure, but that could have been it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think he wants to abandon O'Reilly. But that too, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he and the Riley are locked up in, I think, is in the evidence locker. It's definitely not a cell, it's <laughs> yeah. I was assuming the evidence locker, also, yeah, because there's nothing in evidence that people could defend themselves with, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, there's never weapons or, or anything yeah. in there, uh-uh. yeah. explosives, a hand grenade, yeah. yeah. But they don't even try. Uh, Tyrone appeals to the guards' better nature. Mm-hmm. And it actually seems to work for a second until Connor shows up. 
Yeah. Uh, no, not Connor. Some well, was some other well, officer. Well, they switched, another officer and then says yeah. that the, another officer shows up telling him Connors has arrived. So ah, that's, okay, that's yeah. right. Okay. I was just saying it more succinctly, but it's okay. We'll just recap it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to kill Tyrone or kill O'Reilly and say Tyrone did it and kill him in the process. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, pretty clean for it bad guys plan yeah if only they didn't have to wait for connor's then they would have dealt with this earlier <laughs> yeah i i guess but mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah right. well, I'll, I'll bring stuff up related to this a little bit later when talking about connor's but more about his background but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later but it's 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 a more of an overarching thing about him yeah mm-hmm. but as they're about to enact their plan, about to bring Connor O'Reilly into the the main area and shoot in front of people. I don't know why they're where they're moving them to. <laughs> I I think they were just going to take them into a car and they just had to walk out through the, the front door. I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but the the terrorists bust in and start attacking people, and mm-hmm. uh, Tyrone gets the cop who was like. He was trying. He was almost convincing to let them go, uh, mm-hmm. to protect them while he uses his, co- his cloak, and then he teleports away, <laughs> leaving mm-hmm. O'Reilly, I guess, there to fend for herself with the other cops. Yeah, I mean, he he told her like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna have to get these these, these I don't know terrors. I'm gonna have to get them out of here." Yeah, uh, and, and like they had a little exchange a little little talk and she was like yeah i'll be fine i've, I've got like we're, we're in the middle of, of the armory i've got a bunch of guns no, i'll true. make it out yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, then he, and then he then he takes some some tasers right yeah and then also he like teleports into where all the cops are and lot he like lures the terrors into another room and mm-hmm. then teleports locks himself in and then teleports away after the cloak is shredded dun, dun, dun. yes yeah <gasps> Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, uh, he teleports to uh Tandy, and we already talked about him showing up with the tasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point, the cloak's gone. Who is that? Is like Tyrone's support, and the mean is gone. Who is Tandy's support? So they just have each other and Avita apparently, who shows up. Yep, just in time to tell them that they have to die. Someone or has to die. One of them has to die, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, one of them, yeah. Tandy, uh, Tyrone is ready, or <clears throat> maybe not ready, but he's willing to make that sacrifice for the city and the family, but Tandy isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, little little bit of a thing that we kind of skipped over, um, oh, yeah. just because it, it, it comes up it, within like the next 10 minutes of the, of the episode. Um when the episode starts, you know, we, we had that little bit of, of uh, you know, previously on uh, divine pairings in New Orleans. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, hey, throughout history, here, here are these, mm-hmm. these other yeah. divine pairings. And uh, they, they implied that it was always the person who had the marking on their arm. That was the person who died. Mm, really? Uh, and so uh, in this episode, we, we actually do see uh, Tyrone. He gets... Uh, and it is after this point where we're talking, but like Tyrone gets a marking on his arm and then later Tandy gets a marking on her arm. 
Uh, mm. So we can, I guess, talk about that a little bit later, but I just wanted to make sure we, we had brought that up. Uh, they're never told that. It's just yeah. us as the audience see it. Well, I, I never picked up on that for any of it. Oh. Uh, him oh. getting a marking or any of the Divine Pairing people getting markings. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, they had shown that, and it was... They didn't really call it out. Like, I was... I, I I just noticed like oh there's some mark on the arm oh this other person has a mark on the arm oh the person with the mark is is the one who dies okay. um, in each of those pairings um, so Tyrone gets it um, I forget when he gets it uh, it's like during one of the fights oh it was it was like that fight just before they go into the Roxxon building and then Tandy gets it inside the Roxxon building mm. she like hits her arm on something and it, it like burns it gives her like a scar like a burn right there i remember that part in particular with tandy it's like oh okay <laughs> that didn't come up at all but i didn't realize it was signifying <laughs> something else mm-hmm. yeah okay so um yeah so they're both marked for death right mm-hmm. yep yeah exactly uh yeah and then uh tandy kind of shares her plan uh that they're going head straight into the core and Tyrone is like, this won't work because I have no powers anymore because of my uh, security blanket hoodie. Uh, so she gives <laughs> him uh, Billy's hoodie, who <laughs> she stole eight years that she stole eight years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still uses it sometimes, right? Like we we yeah, we saw earlier in the season, she she would use it. Like okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean they they both do that, right? Like. We talked about that. She has the 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 hoodie, and mm-hmm. Tyrone has one of her her uh, ballet dancing shoes. Yeah, which feels like the weirder thing. At least Tandy's <laughs> getting, say the getting same like thing. like at least she is a use for that. Tyrone's does he, got, does, she, does he cuddle with the the ballet slipper? <laughs> I, I at best, what I can think is this is another one of those things of like, maybe it's a subconscious thing about them being linked in some way, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they're keeping a link to the day they got the powers and, and something to, to that effect. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think if he stole the ballet slipper, then the reason tiny Tandy has bloody feet in the flashback episodes is directly <laughs> Tyrone's fault. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. To be fair, mm-hmm. he woke up after, which means that he picked oh, it up off the floor. So she had lost it. No, no. Okay. So it was her fault. It was her fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's her. It's for her not fault. checking for a okay. shit. Oh, but also he, in this, at least in this season, we'll see what happens next season. Mm-hmm. He never volunteers the fact that, Hey, I have one of your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she can use it, <laughs> but yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, she gives him the hoodie. And she says, like, she never told Tyrone because she needed it, but now Tyrone needs it even more, uh, which might be true about the shoe. Maybe she'll need mm-hmm. the slipper next season to do something cool. Yeah, that's know. true. Maybe maybe she'll combine it with the other slipper that she already has, and then she'll tap them and say there's no place like home. I mean, yeah, and then she'll be back at the church and be like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, oh, great. Back here again. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tyrone and Tandy fight their way through the terrors to get the Roxxon building with mm-hmm. O'Reilly on sniper duty, a la um, uh, Punisher in uh, <laughs> the end of season two of Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, this this is when Tyrone gets his, his uh, marking on his arm during this fight scene. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. Uh, I, I miss that. But I mean, it's probably it be just, from yeah, one of the terrors or something. Yeah, one of the terrors or that assassin lady, I think, shot at them. So could have been a gunshot. That freaking assassin. Who <laughs> <laughs> just keeps showing up and she's alive. <laughs> yep. She'd probably be the main villain of season two. I don't know. Actually, I do and know, maybe. and I don't think she's the main villain. She might show she up. She is, yeah, definitely not. Did, <laughs> out of curiosity, uh, did you ever do nerd creds on, on her as a character? I did not. Okay, well, because I, I'm just curious. Anyway, let's 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 move on. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to look her up before we talk uh, about uh, her later. Yeah, so they get to the facility and the Connors arrives, and uh, yeah, uh, Tyrone is able to teleport and pull the gun he's holding on them up, and Tanny's able to cut in half. And then he teleports himself and Connors to the roof. Uh, where uh, he brings out his fear, but doesn't kill him right away for vengeance, and then Connors pulls out another gun, and then Tyrone just absorbs him into the cloak. Which, as some, this is the first time he's ever done that. What does Tyrone think is happening there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, God, I don't, I don't like, okay, so we've said this a couple of times, they just take their powers in stride, like, yeah. oh, cool, I can do, oh, okay, I can do that, all right, all right, that's, I'm gonna have to unpack that later, I don't, I don't know what just happened, I, at a minimum, it solved my problem. I, I need to go back and, and deal like, with these terrors. Like, did <laughs> my thought, if I were him, like, did I did I eat him? What what happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, goes, exactly. Like, if he were to assume, then yeah, he's probably like, yeah, he he ate him in in some way. He magically ate him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe it's Gravitonium, and then he'll start hearing Connor's voice in his mind. Because that makes as much sense as anything. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Alright, so um, goes back to Tandy, and he's ready to die. He's ready to teleport inside and do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he abandons Tandy. He's got the mark on his arm. We think he's going to die, apparently, even though I completely missed the mark. Um, and But Tandy uses her daggers to just cut her way in and say, screw you, either we're both dying or neither of us are. Um, yeah, that's that, that was the, the surprising thing, right? You know, that's, that's what you want to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, cool. Good for her. Helping her friend, I guess. I don't I, yeah, they're they're friends now. They're they're partners. Yeah, in, they're, yeah. In they're cloak hero and dagger crime. now. He has a cloak. Exactly. She has her daggers. Everything's good. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So they go in and realize that, uh, they can touch each other and it will negate the terrors. So we get some epic music and a dual sky beams with shadow and light, and then the end. <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay. So so what you just said there about them using their powers in, in that way. Was that, what was that very clear? Cause I was not clear at all on, on what happened there. I mean, 
So, listeners, we watched this <laughs> over a week ago. So, <laughs> yeah, my fault. I got I got sick, so we yeah. had a delay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm not sure how clear that is, Al, <laughs> because <laughs> I remember the sky beams. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah because i i should have rewound it because i was curious but yeah it's it's just they i i don't know I, I i guess because they both had the marking they both had to die but they decided to work together and they for some reason they're a different divine pairing than everyone else so they're like well let's just both take the hit and then neither of us dies yay or something that's yeah that's the okay. best that i've got <clears throat> Yeah, so I'm looking at it. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the divine pairings because I had those in the guy in the chair. But we'll just talk okay. about it now since we're talking about divine pairings. Yeah. Uh, okay. During the Choctaw famine, uh, one of the two people, the um, siblings, sacrificed themselves to the river to get rid of the famine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wilson brothers were fighting over a woman, so they <laughs> shot each other during a hurricane. Uh huh. Um. War of 1812, the private died on his way until Andrew Jackson, the war was over, and a refugee woman delivered the message. <clears throat> and then, during the Spanish flu, uh, the like the two lovers, the one guy sacrificed himself for the other man, like, immunizing him through giving his blood. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I don't... There's nothing here that I'm saying. It's just, like, my <laughs> first thought was, like, mm-hmm. Maybe they did all just didn't work together, but that only happened in one, and mm-hmm. other ones are sacrificing themselves. So it's like not being willing to sacrifice the other one or themselves. I I don't know. <laughs> this is like the yeah. time travel thing within season uh, <laughs> five of Agent Shield. What changed? <laughs> I I guess the only change I can think of. They yeah, have powers? powers. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Superpowers. <laughs> yeah, don't know what's different this time around, but I mean, well, the other thing is again, they both had the marking, so there's that. Um, uh, there was an external force this time around. The terrors. Yeah. Yeah. No, that there was always something that was bad, right? Like yeah, like a, war, a hurricane, hurricane, Spanish flu, war. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the superpowers. Their superpowers yeah. combined, they they decided to be one. With our uh, powers combined. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, yeah, they okay. Captain Planet did this thing. Yes, they did. All right, mm-hmm. well, they survive, and they end up laying side by side on the roof, like they were side by side at the beach at the beginning of this ordeal. And the terrors are cured, despite the fact that at least O'Reilly and um, Tandy murdered multiple people. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you don't know how many terrors murdered people, yeah. and you don't. Know, you also don't know how many how much the terrors remember about their time, right? That's do, do true. Do we ever find out? Yeah. No. I so, mean, I so they could like... remember killing people. Yeah. So lots mm-hmm. of trauma, but don't worry. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a short amount of time, they will all be blipped away, or half of them will be blipped away, and there'll be whole new sets of trauma. So this one's. Drop in the bucket compared to what's about to happen. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, man, this universe sucks to live in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Tyrone returns home quickly to get some stuff and teleports away. And moves into Tandy's church. And then Tandy moves back in with her mom. So their living mm-hmm. situations have switched. And yeah, Tandy mm-hmm. gives him a care package. Because they're, she's learning to care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they they being one in the same, right? In terms of situations, mm-hmm. life stuff or whatever. Uh, now he's the runaway. And she's the stay at home kid person yeah yeah <laughs> the yeah. returner yeah yep. okay well yeah. yeah anything else for our heroes um i don't know why tyrone didn't just leave the city uh don't remember that but because okay because he needs to hang out with tandy and he's in love with Avita, <laughs> and then it becomes a federal crime once he crosses <laughs> state borders ah okay uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? I actually do have one small mm-hmm. uh, thing. Um, so when Tandy gives uh, Tyrone Billy's jacket, she says it was the first thing she ever stole. But Aww. like, she falls into stealing really quick because twenty minutes later, oh, yeah, she like, steals that woman's cell phone. Yeah, like, and we don't know what else. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she is good hey, at it, and she likes it. She's a survivor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You know, no, no, no shame. No, no shade. I, I yeah. good for her. She found what she likes. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm out of things to say about our our heroes. Um, you know, sucks for for Tyrone. His season ended badly. Things ended okay for Tandy. I guess. What do you mean so. things ended badly? He ate Connors. <laughs> well, he's still on the run for murdering. Yeah, but a he, officer he didn't murder. Yeah, at least Connors is gone. As far yeah, as we yeah, know. Yeah, there's something. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, you ready for an ad break? Yeah. All right, cool. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so? Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, my powers became a problem. So you know what I did? What'd you do? Exactly, Tony. I died. I died to hide from them. And it did not work! I am now more powerful than ever! Cower in fear, mere mortals! Now go forth and buy Cheetos! Do not use promo code MCU Rewind for anything! We have no partnership with Cheetos! Also, I don't recommend dying. For the listeners, um, when Al does his uh, ad break, he also puts a red light on. So I look down for a second, and then look back at the camera... When he's saying his villain voice is just red <laughs> and dramatic. <laughs> and it's perfect. So I'm sorry you oh. all missed that. I did some practice before this. Uh, <laughs> I tried using a different voice. Yep. Uh, and I just hurt my throat. Like, mm. all right, I, I, I'm not doing that. Like, okay. Practicing I'm... voices is important. <clears throat> As a dungeon master, sometimes mm-hmm. you regret that stuff real fast. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. I had an NPC who his voice was supposed to be like this, and it worked for like three minutes, and then I lost my voice while I was DMing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a different choice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a different voice that I thought would be good, but I like completely forgot how to do it. Uh, mm. Like right in the moment, like ah, I should practice more. Oh well. All right, Tony, we are at the end of a season. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the theme? of the ads for this season. Oh, and, and just, I mean, just a I reminder, mean, a couple weeks ago, I told you, uh, you were pretty close with what you had said. 
it was your character <laughs> arc as a hero and all the mistakes that all the trouble that comes with being a hero. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I had a plan before uh, I did not stick to it that well. Like, I, let's see, mm-hmm. let me look at my notes. Uh, the theme was I got powers and each week I say something else bad happened uh, because of them. And then I need help from a different company. That was the plan. It didn't really work out because uh, it's it's pretty similar to like before I was doing themes. Right. Yeah. Still linking. Yeah, it's the episode. Eh, oh, well, I'll have I something mean, better uh, for the next show for. Uh, I mean, for... I personally liked your your arc, <laughs> your villain oh, turn you. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, or uh, your the film quality goes down and they cancel your series. So that's that's also possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived. By their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Scarborough, who I can't believe how I spelled his how badly I spelled his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he like the only thing is well, a couple things with him. He intentionally put valves near schools and other public places because it was the evilest thing he can do also (laughs) it was like easy but also the evilest (laughs) thing he could do yeah like i well okay i at the same time what's that like from the perspective of something if we were to ignore like evil terror juice Mm -hmm. shooting out at people like gas lines go near and into schools and like every friggin' building, right? So mm-hmm. this yeah, is basically but, a gas line. Yes, but <laughs> this these are relatively new, right? Because mm-hmm. Mina's working on them. Mm-hmm. But he knows what happened to the platform eight years ago. <laughs> That's true. He yeah. also knows that they cheaped out on this mm-hmm. stuff here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so he he just he knows that it's going to happen. Right. Yes. He's just assuming it's going to happen. All right. And he's about to lose millions of dollars because his stock price is going to go down. Yes. All right. Well, that sucks for him. He's only going yeah. to make $50 million this year. Ugh. Yeah. But he'll also be in a coma. So that's fine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's something. Um, also, she, uh, she, Tandy goes to see his hopes and he wants to be God, right? Like he wants mm-hmm. to literally be God, which in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, probably possible there's probably a way for him to do it <laughs> oh yeah yeah there's like multiple Definitely. ways for him to do it actually <laughs> yeah i mean if he was a different kind of person he he wouldn't have gone the route of becoming like a ceo executive business person he could have taken a different route in life of looking for ancient texts to mm-hmm. become an all-powerful deity of some sort yeah. Yeah, which I'm sure is Dr. Doom's eventual plan. Maybe, yeah. That could yeah. be what happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else for Scarborough? Uh, he destroys some evidence. That's about it. Yep. And uh, Connor's 
dooms New or, or almost dooms New Orleans <laughs> by just settling a score with uh, O'Reilly. That's yeah, only, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He seemingly kills O'Reilly. Uh, he tries to kill Tyrone and Tandy. Um, mm-hmm. and and Eaton. We talked about it. Oh, yeah. So here's the other thing I wanted to bring up about Connors. Uh, so earlier back in episode three of this season, I had said that we will get um, Connors' background. Because I think like you would ask, like, hey, why uh, every time Tyrone wakes up from teleporting in the middle of the night, he uh, he's near Connors. Like, why is mm-hmm. that? And then also, why is Connors near Roxxon? Is he linked to that? I just had assumed uh, we would get a bunch of backstory to Connors. But no, I guess he's just... He's just a crooked cop. That's it. That's his background. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. He's he's just a crooked cop, and I feel like that's good enough because there are a lot of crooked cops out there. You don't need something mm. deeper than that. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, like that was mm-hmm. yeah. It's just like oh, a corrupt CEO. Oh my gosh, what's more backstory? No, that's all you need. That's that's <laughs> real too. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have for our villains, because we talked a lot about them in other sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on, Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? It's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, all my notes were about the divine pairings, which we talked about earlier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I a little bit about the Red Hawk tribe I found interesting, which is probably true. Is like I was confused why they called themselves a tribe when I didn't see like many native or any Native Americans, from what I could tell. And they took the name in honor of the natives who helped the slaves escape slavery um, back before the Civil War. So <laughs> that's that's interesting. <laughs> also, O'Reilly's alive. <laughs> Woo, good for her, I guess. I don't I, I, I know she shows up in season two as well, basically a different character, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, effect, affected by whatever happens here. Don't remember anything else. Okay. Can I tell you? I want to tell my story about when I went to Comic Con and they revealed what happens to her. Uh, what, wait, wait! They revealed that before because you saw mm-hmm. you went to Comic Con before was, season one started. No, it's not. It was in the middle of season one airing. So it was oh, like okay. we had like two or three episodes in. I don't know the exact dates, but it's like it was before the finale because Comic Con's <laughs> in July and this aired in October or August. I mean. Okay, got it. Uh, really quickly, this story that you're going to tell, is this a story that you wanted to tell back in episode one yes. when you said, should I tell? Okay, yeah, yes. I, I feel like like you're good to tell that story now. I, I don't know if it has any spoilers to season two, but eh, it's probably good enough. I mean, the only spoiler is the name of what she is. Okay, um, then yeah, I'm sure you're fine. So <clears throat> she becomes a, a villain named Mayhem, right? Mm, okay, right. And... Right. uh me and a few, maybe hundred other Comic-Con goers are there. We see uh, Olivia Holt and Aubrey, I can't remember his last name, but Cloak and Dagger there, plus um, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of the producers, right? 
And the producer's up there, and he goes, next season, there will be, and they show Connor's mayhem in, like, you know, dramatic font. <laughs> O'Reilly? And mayhem, mayhem is such a minor character. <laughs> there is no fanfare. <laughs> and uh, he's standing there awkwardly, and he goes, the iconic cloak and dagger villain. And then there's some sporadic clapping. <laughs> oh that's so funny yeah I'm like oh so, <laughs> yeah so so first of all they they ruin a mm-hmm. something that happens at the end of the season so you're like oh okay obviously so so she's gonna make some transformation probably maybe you know halfway through the season maybe towards the end oh no very last episode, very you know one yeah, of the last the scenes scene of the much. episode oh okay got it yeah all right got it and then no one cared <laughs> no it's uh <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always remember that. It says mayhem, and no one knew who that was. <laughs> All right. Anything else for guys in the chair? Uh, let's see. Going through my list, everything we, everything that I wanted to say, we've said about uh, in other sections. I guess mm-hmm. the one last thing I wanted to bring up, the assassin lady um, does not show up in season two. I looked it up, so... Okay, so she's around. She's still alive. Does she have any nerd that, Uh Oh yeah, that's right. I scrolled. Uh, so she's a she's a stunt performer. So she's been mm-hmm. in a ton of. She's done stunts for a bunch of things. Uh, Logan, um, Jurassic mm-hmm. World, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh, Furious Seven. I don't know if any of the other ones. Yeah, uh, like a ton of things. Um, that's cool. She's done stunts for. Yeah, so I'm just kind of scrolling through. Hot Tub Time Machine Two. Um, never, yeah. never got around to watching those movies. <laughs> I know I saw at least the first one, maybe the second. I don't know, and I don't remember anything about them. Fair. <laughs> uh, she's done a little bit of acting, but the majority of her career has been in in uh, stunt doubling. So, awesome. cool. all right, moving on to twelve percent of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 I know, hours. I know, I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? You got anything? Uh, I, I guess the only thing I had is we've already talked about it. I, I was wondering why they didn't die, why neither Tyrone or Tandy died. But I, I guess we, we have... Because they got renewed for season two. Okay, that makes sense. All right, cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> and then we got to be ready because next season there will be mayhem. <gasps> mayhem. All right. Uh, okay, cool. I'm ready to move yeah. on to the next section, which uh, we sometimes remember this, sometimes forget. I have it written down. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, then in that case, good, because I didn't have it written down. I just barely remembered right now. Without my hammer, I can't. Are you Thor, the god of hammers? What is the name of Thor's hammer? Mil... 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 Mjolnir? Jonathan? Darcy? Jane! Mia! Sylvie! Mia! So I'm going to start by asking you, Tony. Or... or Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Enough preamble. Tony, do you think any characters in this se- in this season of this show could wield Mjolnir? 
this is hard because my I always want my answer to be yes. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. want to find someone. Um, but most of these people are hugely flawed. Yes. Um, so I'm going to go with Mina. Mina is a good person and she is worthy <laughs> to wield the hammer. Okay. All right. Um, so I think that you and I, like, I, I, I say this every time. I think you and I have different, mm-hmm. uh, criteria for what we think we use to, to, yeah. to what we choose a person to be worthy, right? To wield Mjolnir. <clears throat> and so I think in my mind with my criteria, I don't think anyone could, but no. the closest person would probably be Avita. She would be the closest hmm. in my mind. Um, yeah, but I, like I kind maybe of potentially in her future. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. more than than Mina because it's not just about being nice; it's about having the will to do it. And mm-hmm. yeah, Avita does is a very is a stronger person than Mina. So I think I think you're actually probably right out of the two of them. Yeah, between the two, she's she's closer. Definitely would not like if Mjolnir fell like right now, like she wouldn't yeah. be able to pick it up. Maybe in her future in life. Mm-hmm. Uh I also don't remember what season two was like. Spoiler alert, she shows up in season two. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, that's probably the closest. Okay. Yeah. Alright, I think it's time for us to rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how many divine pairings are you giving this episode? (laughs) Uh, I am giving this four. Four divine pairings. Um... I'll go go ahead and list them. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I usually don't, but I feel like why not? Uh, obviously, you're, you're, you're uh, gonna make it harder for me. But go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, Tandy and Tyrone got to got to go with with them. Okay. Um, ketchup and mustard. Um, mm. I, I think ketchup, that's that's okay. a good. Yeah, mm, that's that's fair, right? Um, let's see. Uh, hot dogs and hot dog buns. Uh, I don't know why I'm on food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly, salt and pepper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I thought it was it was good. Um, yeah. you know, it was a good end to the. Uh, I thought it was good uh, end to the the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like like it. Some of the, the you know basically fighting zombies at the end. I I thought yeah they lingered a little bit too much. Like even though it wasn't a lot of the episode. Um, I don't know. I was just fighting zombies. Like like I don't know. I feel like some parts weren't that great like it, it lingered too much on, on some mm. parts i don't know how to describe it better than that um but yeah overall an enjoyable end to the season i wish we knew why specifically why neither tandy or tyrone died that's gonna bother me but i'll sleep well tonight because i'm gonna forget in 20 minutes yep that's tony right. how about you <laughs> uh i i'm giving it five out of five i actually really love this ending and i thought I thought the zombies were good because it gave them an enemy to fight. And I actually really forgive that in superhero stuff because I want to see them fighting like, like, I, I want to see them in a big battle. I don't mind the Jitari. <laughs> I don't mind the Outriders. I don't mind the Ultron drones. Um, yeah. Music. All Avengers <laughs> stuff. But, um, yeah. Agreed. I, I, yeah. 
I think it was a really strong ending for both of them. I actually, I wish more, I wish Netflix shows were like this, where instead of being boring towards the middle and end, it was a little slow in the beginning, but kept ramping it up. I feel like mm-hmm. that was a good pace for the show. So I yeah. will give it, yeah. yeah, five divine pairings. Oh, um, okay. Five out of five. Yeah. Uh, I will, obviously, I'm going to give it uh, Bill and Ted. Mm, okay, uh, good one, good one. Chip and Dale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Um, oh my god, what's his name? Um, Aziraphale and Literal Divine Pairings. What's his name? Um, <laughs> Crowley. Crowley from, uh, from Good Omens. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I'm going to give it uh, the 10th and 11th Doctor. They teamed up. <laughs> once that's true okay okay mm-hmm. and um who's another iconic pairing there are like millions of them sunny and Cher. <laughs> eh, i don't know if they're <laughs> divine well one of them died and then after that i'm, I'm gonna go um, i'm gonna go uh people you don't know vex and vax from critical role <laughs> that's true i don't know them okay yep. one of them <laughs> becomes Oh, I don't want to spoil a role for anybody. Never mind. I'm, you're going to watch Legend of Vox Machina eventually. They're in that. Okay. Is that the cartoon? Yes. That's adaptation okay. yeah. of the first campaign. Yeah. It's on my list. I'll get around to it. Uh, I, it's the second thing once you fail enough to watch um, to watch Back in the Future. That's the next thing I'm going to make you watch. Is Well, that one I'm looking forward to. Like, okay. That one I, you do, I will do. You want to but... just do that? If you just want to do that for a, <laughs> a scroll episode, we could just watch... A few episodes of the Legend of Vox Machina, I'd be so freaking happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll think about it. I'll let you okay. know. Okay. Um, we already got I don't know. Right now, next week's I, episode I, I, planned. If we could tell them what our next week's episode, scroll episode is. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 I'll do that in the outro. Uh, okay. But no, I'm. I, I kind of like the the. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm trying. I'm actively trying to make sure I don't have to watch Back to the Future. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're one we'll away. Keep it with that, yeah. I've been pretty lenient <laughs> on a few of these. <laughs> But you've set a precedent, so I know that it's yeah, okay. Yeah, I really have. <laughs> I mean, Ugh. we could do a cultural reset. That's what we do with the kids when um, the rules have gotten out of control. Doing a cultural reset is like reestablishing the hardline rules. We might have to do that to you. We'll see what happens uh, next. Okay. Uh, I think you need a better name for that. Because when you say cultural reset, I think some worse things. Um, but they're children, so I guess that's well, okay. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's, like, it's classroom <laughs> culture. That's what you... Mm-hmm. It's, it's called classroom culture when you talk about the rules and discipline in your class. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I assume that's a newer thing. Uh, but okay. All right. I'm, it's fair. It makes sense. I'm just saying, if you, you say culture reset to some people... Uh, they have some different assumptions. That's just, just true. You know. Well, I'm glad you, you you said that so I could clarify myself. Oh, good. All right. Uh, that's enough tangents. I think we're good, yeah. right? Do you have anything else to say yep. about this before? All right, cool. Awesome. So, yeah, we're done. That's it. Um, we're done with season one of Cloak and Dagger. Um, so that was a lot of fun, uh, everyone. Um, so a little bit of an update on our, our schedule. Uh, so next week, we're going to do a scroll episode. So uh, we will be doing a book report on uh, <laughs> Scott Lang's book, Look Out for the Little Guy. So the the fictional book or the, sorry, the autobiography book that Ant-Man wrote in 
the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, they actually made that into a book. Tony and I bought copies. We will mm-hmm. read them, hopefully in time, for this uh, scroll episode. It's it's going to be hopefully I know not I like- will. I read fiction all the time. It's it's really you if you can make through it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see if I treat this like that book club I never joined because I knew I wouldn't do anything. Uh, so we're going to do that. Uh, so it'll be the one episode. That's next week. And then after that, we're going to start our uh, rewinds for season two of Luke Cage. Uh, so we'll have uh, those 13 episodes and then moving on. Uh, and then if you're curious when we get back to season two of Cloak and Dagger, so that is going to be... Uh, given our, our current schedule, assuming nothing changes, April 7th of 2025. So we've got a little over a year. We've got we've got a lot of stuff between now and then. Uh, so we'll we'll get to, to that in a while. Um, our uh, if you also want to see our full schedule that is on our website, uh, mcurewind.com. Uh, it's there's a, a tab in the top right corner that has the release schedule. Um, I have not updated that in a while. And I swear I will update it. Uh, if if you go there and it's not updated, like yell at me on social media. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, uh, you can follow us on uh, social media. We got Twitter, Instagram. We are at MCU underscore rewind. You can also email us. We are uh, MCU rewind at gmail.com. No underscore there. And lastly, please, pretty, pretty, please give us a rating. Come on. Do, do it. Like pause this episode right now. Go open whatever do app it. it is you, you use and, and give us a rating. Come on. Please. And, and then while you're there, give other podcast ratings too. Like it's it's just nice. It's the nice thing to do. You get all this free content. Uh, I would pay you if I if I could, but I'm I'm just not going to. Uh, maybe I, maybe I, I someday. Will, hmm? I'll pay you if someone gives me three million dollars stolen from an ex. There you go. Find one of Tony's exes, steal three million dollars <laughs> from them. Uh, preferably the one who's like a billionaire. Um, yeah, still, I mean, still from I'm them. Sure, I haven't kept up with any of them, but I'm sure at least one of them is a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, that's it. This is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day.